Welcome to Revive Nations, touching nations one life at a time. His word is a fire shut up in our bones. Be revived, renewed and restored. Access more resources and partner with us on our website revivenations.org. There are six kind of people. I want you to look through it and see which category you belong to. The first group is the ones that that are married to theology. Theology, theology, theology. They, they will break your nose if you argue about theology. Da, da, da. Their theology is right. And I'm telling you, oh, there are people that, that, that say, no, Catholic is wrong because the Pope and blah, blah, blah. So we're going to break out. We are going to be Protestants. And then in Protestants, they break out and say, no, no, no. We got to get hardcore. We're going to be Pentecostals. And suddenly there's another group that says, no, no, no. This is not good enough. We got to stay rooted in the word of God. And, and they become Baptists. And then all of a sudden they're like, no, 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 no. We got to be foundational. We have to have the Holy Spirit. And then came, then comes the assemblies of God. And then, then, then you see, oh, this is not hot enough. We got to be hotter than the hot. So let's, okay, I, I'll stop. <laughs> and then comes another stream. And then the rollers and the laughers and the jumper, whatever gang you are in. Listen, at the end of the day, I'm telling you, when these fellows come up to heaven, they're going to have a shock. They're like, this guy, he's not from my denomination, Jesus. Can you send him back to earth? <laughs> because I spent 80 years of my life bashing this church. And now these guys are sitting next to me. Don't be a church basher. Listen, God has given our church an assignment. We preach that hard. We shout it on the rooftops. If another church has another revelation, let them have it. We are not better than them. And they are not lesser than us. That's the grace God has given them. Let them be. If God called you to be here, be faithful. Alright, alright. John chapter 5 verse 39 to 40. You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. And it is they that bear witness about me. Yet you refuse to come to me that you may have life. So there's a group that is so busy studying the scriptures that they forget to go to Jesus. Who is the word? Are you following what I'm saying? They are, so, they are so deep. They go Greek, Hebrew, and then they go to Aramic and they go into Israel and they go into archaeology and they're turning every stone, but they have no love. And when you talk to them, oh, they make you feel so small because they know one extra word in Greek. Mark 12 verse 24. Jesus said to them, Is this not the reason you are wrong? Because you know neither the scriptures nor the power of God. In other words, some people don't know all the Bible that you know. But they have a relationship with the Lord that releases power that you don't have. Can you be humble enough to acknowledge that? Okay, next slide. 1 Corinthians 8, 1, 2. Now concerning food offered to idols, we know that all of us possess knowledge. This knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. If anyone imagines that he knows something, he does not yet know as he ought to know. That's crazy. Knowledge does what? But love does what? Builds up. So then there is this, this, this gang in the church. They are always critical. You know, they will find a mistake with everything. You wear black, they'll say this is demonic. You wear white, they will say this is self-righteous. 
what group are you in? If you have long hair, it's a problem. You have short hair, it's too short. Listen, knowledge is we have, there's so much Bible verses to quote. This verse, that verse, that verse. There's so many verses they quote that they are anointed critics. They are there. They come to a church to find mistakes. They cannot hear a sermon because the entire time they hear a sermon, they're looking at what's wrong in the sermon. So at that time, they're so busy criticizing it that the spirit puzzles. And then five years like they're still dry, they're not growing and they wonder what's happening. Philippians 1, 9 to 10. And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment. So your knowledge must increase, but it must also increase with love. So what is the difference between an intelligent believer who asks questions to reason versus a critic who is bashing everything? This is the difference. He, your love may abound more and more. So when your knowledge increases, your love must increase. You know the difference? The way you ask the question. Some people have already Googled and already know the answer, but they will still want to test the pastor. So they'll ask the question and they already know the pastor is wrong because Google told them that the pastor is wrong. Knowledge without love will make you a critic that tears down and not builds. The ones in the church that follow without change. Two years, you still get offended once a week. Three years, you still haven't broken that habit. Four years, you still haven't opened up to the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, how long will I put up with you? Jesus came to his own disciples and said, Oh ye of little faith, how long will I put up with you guys? How long? How long? If there is no change in your life, it's only a matter of time that you are going to betray Jesus. I'm telling you. Judas was the apostle. He was anointed as the apostle. He was with the disciples. But the guy had a habit. In between, he would steal some money and put it in his pocket. Like, bro, I understand first year you have this addiction. Second year? Third year? Would you at least confess it to Peter so he can slap you and fix you? <laughs> at least come fall at the feet of Jesus and say, cast out the spirit of stealing out of me. Because he would then find mercy. But instead, he kept his habit undealt. And to the point where his itch for money increased to the point where he sold Jesus for 30 silver coins. If you don't deal with your habit, the habit will deal with you. Go, expose your flaws, expose your irritation, expose your, your offense, expose it saying, I am not going to deal with it. There's a group in the church that follows Jesus out of convenience. Out of 12 disciples, only three went up the mountain. The other guys, hey, why don't you just turn to Jesus and say, Jesus, no way. You can't just take Peter, James and John up the mountain. I'm coming too. I want your presence. I want to pray with you. If I can't come with them to the closest place, can I just at least pray 10 feet away? But I refuse to allow lethargy to rule me. I refuse to allow convenience to become my God. 
there are some people they come to church out of convenience they if if everything is okay if the sun is shining right if there's no snow blocking the driveway if there is no storm coming tomorrow then i will follow jesus out of convenience but if you need to follow jesus you must pay a price amen sun or storm get here no matter what happens don't let nothing stop you don't be a lukewarm christian that serves jesus in convenience run up the mountain pay a price and he will come and visit you because he promised if you draw near to me i will number 5 peter christians who follow jesus at a distance If you don't change after years of holy spirit talking to you you're going to be a Judas. But Peter he's okay he loves Jesus but except that he's going to follow Jesus with a one arm distance. You know I I love the church but don't ask me to get involved don't ask me to serve. Um hey we I love the pastor his sermon is wonderful we like it we like the worship we like the lights we like everything but but don't ask me to come in here don't ask for commitment don't ask me to stand in alignment don't stand don't ask me to commit your life I I'll come from a distance I'll stay at a distance I'll run away before anybody comes to me I will walk out before the service is over I don't want to be committed I just I just want Jesus but don't give me too much Jesus just give me just enough to make me less guilty on a weekday that was what peter peter kept following him at a distance and the bible says peter didn't deny him one time peter the guy who really loves jesus denied him three times you can't follow your pastor from a distance we are family there's one guy who stands at the door it's called security you're not security you're family You know what I'm saying? It's the guard that we put outside. But the family is inside the house. You are inside. You're part of you are inside this house. Let no enemy tell you otherwise. Don't follow Jesus in a distance. Be proud of your church. Post it on Facebook. When you see a link on Facebook, share it. When you see a video, hit like. Send it to your friends. What you celebrate will always multiply. Number 6. 6 is the beloved of Jesus. There was only one guy who was known as the beloved of Jesus. There's the one that always everybody was busy chat 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 chat. He's like, "Listen, I, I I'm okay. I have no questions. I just want the shoulder of Jesus." Everybody's like, "I want to walk on the water. I want to do miracle signs and wonder." <laughs> He's like, "It's okay. I I just want to be near Jesus." I'm I'm okay. You, you got, everybody wants to do mighty things for god he's like i i just want to be near him have you noticed that of out of all the people that was a there were the disciples of jesus there was only one guy that jesus trusted his mother with that was john because he, jesus knew i can only trust my mother with somebody that has been near me how much god can trust you will depend on how much time you spend with him you cannot say you love jesus and not spend time with him come into the presence of jesus and say god i'm not here for anybody i'm not here for the guest speaker i'm not here for the preaching i'm here for jesus i don't come to church so i can i can feed my ego i'm not here because of 
a pain or a problem or a, or some blessing i'm here for jesus and the bible says it was john who wrote the book of revelation who had the most number of amazing revelations than any other disciples because he spent years just staying on the shoulders of jesus if you look through the new testament any time there was action john was just around you'll never hear about john doing any miracles peter and john went up but it was a peter doing the talking it was peter doing the miracles john was just assisting it's so beautiful everybody wants to be the star everybody wants to be have the center of attention everybody wants to be the center of attraction but today in our generation we want some people that says it's okay i'm not looking for the limelight i'm here just to add to your advantage by me coming alongside i'm going to add to your effectiveness i'm going to add to what you you're going to bear much fruit because i am by your side and it takes a jesus lover for them to say i'm not ambitious i'm not looking for platform i'm not looking for title i'm not looking for respect i i just love jesus i don't care for anything else i am a jesus lover